Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, you tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are live on 103.9 FM WYAB in central Mississippi, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. You can follow me on social media throughout the show, X, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. I guess if you want to communicate, X is probably the best way as far as the social media apps. Just at save JXN. You can text the show, 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944. That's the Guns and Gear text line. And, of course, you can call the show. I have a feeling the phone may be active today with some of these topics. 601 879 Zero 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 two. It was active yesterday. It was active yesterday. Podcast downloads were through the roof yesterday. So we do appreciate that. Uh, speaking of the podcast, of course, you can, if you miss any of this, we chop it up into segments and we load the whole show. Just search my name, Clay Edwards Show, wherever you download podcasts, stream music, or videos, audiobooks, all that. Again, same thing. Just search at Save JXN or Clay Edwards Show. Particularly Clay Edwards show. All right, I got Sean Yurt Karan, my favorite and your favorite blue-haired Fondren barista in the studio with me this morning. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> Little subtle shout out to Kim Wade. There. Yeah, it's, uh, you know we got to do one every day. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, uh, uh, not much has happened since last time oh, we were here. No, no, we're not on the path to World War Three. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Well, <laughs> luckily we don't have a speaker of the house, so we can't necessarily be on the path. So it's actually an unintended good consequence for once. I guess so. Gate, Matt Gates may have saved the world, right, for the, yeah. for the time being until we get into this thing, which is my prediction is Friday. As I was telling someone yesterday, I think uh, I think we start bombing Iran by Friday, but that's just my just, that's well, my guess. You know, I know a lot of people are happy with Joe Biden's speech yesterday but or whatever his comments, but he didn't even mention Iran in it. Yeah, I mean, because right now I guess – the official position of the government is that you know we don't have evidence linking what we do have is that what we all know is that iran has been supporting hamas for years and years and years and that's why the military arm of hamas even exists is because of iranian support so we know that so i mean we basically know iran was behind this or at least part of it to some extent and uh but they don't have direct evidence that they were involved in the planning yet i'm sure they'll get it or you know i don't even know if they really necessarily need all of it to because i mean you got a situation right now where we've got americans that were killed and then we've got American hostages. I don't. And Biden. I looked at the post this morning, and he isn't. He didn't say the number, or they. I don't know if they even know the number of American hostages that are actually yeah. in Gaza. But 
I mean, you got that situation, man. I don't know what you do. I mean, it's pretty. You're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Well, I mean, look, uh, Bush didn't have proof of weapons of mass destruction, and that didn't keep us out of Iraq. Sure, sure. But at least here, okay, that's a good example. At least here, though, we know the Iranians are supporting Hamas. Like, we know that. We know that they've been doing that for at least 20 years since Hamas um, took power. In, well, not quite 20 years, 2006 took power in, in Gaza Strip. Um, so we know that, that they've been behind that, and probably far before that. So we know that. They're, they're buddies. But, yes, we don't have you know direct evidence yet that they were involved in the planning or execution of it. Got it. Got it. So. Well, it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, uh, surprisingly, a lot of people fall on both sides of this thing. Yep. Um, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Let's start with this. Sure. I, I found this late last night. Uh, Russ Latino has shared it. I stumbled across it on the Gateway Pundit. Mm-hmm. Let me pull it up here on my Facebook. Well, it don't really matter. I pull it up on my phone. BLM Chicago, which I know, I mean, anybody can run a BLM handle, but this is the official branch in Chicago, the second largest city in the United States, or the second city, Chicago. BLM has shared is openly supporting not just not just Palestine but Hamas and the killing of people at the music festival. Yeah, and there's a difference between being like pro-Palestinian cause over the years and pro-Hamas, which being pro-Hamas is a pro-terror group. They're a yeah. terror group. That's what they are. I mean, that's like I mean, that, that that's the equivalent of being pro-Klan in America. Exactly. Yeah, pro-Klan, pro ISIS, pro Al-Qaeda, like like, yeah, it's not, you're not supporting the Palestinian people. This is just a terror group. Yeah, I mean, so they, they, they shared a meme or whatever you want to call it, an image of a paratrooper with a Palestinian flag, and it says, I stand with Palestine. That's I mean, unbelievable. You, you, yeah. You know, I can't, I, I shouldn't have to explain how screwed up this is, but let's just be honest. I've been calling BLM a terror group since, at minimum, 2020, post George Floyd, when they burned down their own cities. Killed their own people. All this stuff. Do we know if that's the official position of BLM or is that just a Chicago brand? I don't know how I don't know how this, their their hierarchy works. Yeah, well, it's a BLM account. And then yeah. also there's a there, there's another one called the Grass the BLM Grassroots, who also I've got it right here. Make sure I click on the right link. The BLM Grassroots here. Sorry, this loading. Here's the article. This is on Gateway Pundit. Uh, BLM Grassroots aligns itself with Palestinian terror group, advocates for the decolonization of America. Um, and uh, the BLM uh, grass, Black Lives Matter Grassroots recently released a statement expressing solidarity. There's that word where everybody has to put their uh, change their Facebook image to a black image of, to be in solidarity. Uh, solidarity with our Palestinian family, drawing parallels between the struggles faced by black Americans and those faced by Palestinians and calling for a decolonization of America. Black Lives Matter Grassroots, BLM Grassroots, is a nonprofit organization that supports Black Lives Matter chapters, partnering organizations, groups, and people. And uh, they got a long statement here. I'm not going to bore us all with that. Oh, um, don't mean to interrupt you, but speaking to what I was just saying two seconds ago about our strikes on Iran by Friday, which probably isn't going to happen, but I, I think we're heading in that direction. The Ford, uh, U.S. Uh, air, aircraft carrier Ford, just arrived in the uh, Mediterranean just now. Update on Wall Street Journal. So Interesting. Yeah, they were they, they announced it was headed that way, but it's there now. It is there now. So it's not, not exactly going to be a sneak attack here. No, I mean, I think a lot of it is to um, – 
what Israel's concerned of right now is that Hezbollah in the north in Lebanon is going to attack, make a second front. And I think the Ford's there to kind of prevent that from happening at this point, as far as, as far as what I'm reading. So, like, if there is an attack by Hezbollah, which is, of course, a different terror group than Hamas, and um, that they're there to uh, prevent that kind of thing or to handle that. Interesting. So, look, I, I don't pretend to know a whole lot about foreign affairs and what's going on, the the inner the inner the inner struggle between Palestine and Israel. I, I I get the accusations that Israel's had Palestinians living in an open air prison. Jackson, yeah. Mississippi's an open air prison. I mean, yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it's, let's just be honest. I mean, there's no doubt about it that it, the conditions in Gaza parts are bad. Of are, parts of Jackson. parts, right? I mean, there's no d- doubt about it. the conditions in Gaza are bad. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to dispute that. I mean, they're they're self inflicted, though, right? Yeah, a lot. I mean, well, I mean, they elected a terror group. And if you look at the ter- you know, the charter, and I think actually Russ put this on uh, Twitter. If you look at the charter of Hamas, it, it, they talk about the destruction of Israel. That's in their charter. So it's hard. I don't know how, if you're Israel, how you negotiate with Hamas when when their stated goal is to end you. Like that's their goal. There's not really a. It's not. It's hard to do a peace process with a terror group that wants you driven into the sea. I think that's. I think that's. A, that's the point of obviously the point of contention. That's why Israel has been so concerned about what to do with Gaza because you got a blockade from Egypt and Israel because Israel says they're trying to prevent rocket attacks. I mean, you can't really blame them for that. <laughs> look what has happened and look what's happened in the past. So I mean, it's a complicated situation. It does but I mean, yes, but the conditions there are bad, but I don't know what Israel's supposed to do about it at this point considering the the challenges they face and are facing now. I mean, I think I think you got to blow them up. Um yeah, I mean, right, I think what they're doing now is the only thing they can do. They got to attack. I mean, No, I I do not like the show that comes on before me, Hugh Hewitt. I don't like he is not really a, uh, what I call a conservative. He's a neocon Republican, which so he fits right in there in Washington. He, but he did have somebody on today, and he says, you know, he says the Israelis are being, the Israelis are being painted as they're just blowing up all these civilian homes and stuff with no warning. That actually, they are risking their troops' lives over there. I'm not here shilling for Israel, but he said they're actually going door to door clearing people. Yeah, yeah, I read that too. Yeah, they're you know, actually at, warning. The, at the risk of running of their own, knowing they're going to lose men doing this. Yeah, I mean, and that's you know, and that's different than what Hamas did. And you're just yeah. showing that paratrooper; those guys paratrooped in and killed people at a music festival. Yeah, I mean, there's non-combatants at a music festival. Israel's not doing that. They're not. I mean, I'm sure civilians are going to get killed and have already gotten killed, um, Palestinian Syrians. But I don't think that's the intent. You know, Israel Israel's intent here, like well, like it was for Hamas. Well, that ties me back to this BLM stuff. That brings me back to that. And I asked you this last night, and I, I saw somebody else ask this on Twitter, so and I just kind of stole it. But they said, you know, is this BLM saying that they support these types of attacks? W- would they mm-hmm. support paratrooping into a pro-police event or a predominantly white music festival in America and killing a bunch of white people or cops here in America? Do they, or do they, are they saying they support these type? They co-sign? On these types of attacks, and I say absolutely they do, looking at what they did to their own communities during the George Floyd rights of 2020, if you don't think they'll gladly come do that in yours, you've lost your damn mind. I mean, it's certainly disturbing that they're putting that, I mean, that picture of the paratrooper is really disgusting, man. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, like, just knowing what those guys did right after they landed, I don't know how anybody justifies, even if, like I said, even if you are 100% pro-Palestinian and you think that the conditions of Gaza are bad, which they are, 
it still doesn't justify what happened. You know, I mean, and that, and so them supporting, you could say I'm pro Palestinian, I want the conditions in Gaza to improve or whatever you want to say, but saying that I'm cool with the paratroopers jumping in and murdering people at a music festival is an is entirely different thing. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Look, uh, you never fought in a war. What people do not understand, there's going to be collateral damage. And one of the things you have to do is inflict enough damage on the general population that they turn against the leaders. We are, Israel is fighting vermin. These people are lower than rats. They lower than whale crap. Their targets are always innocent civilians. And they use innocence as shields. <clears throat> They're cowards. And uh, the guy that's on before y'all, regrettably, my dial is tuned to y'all, so I hear him in the morning. And they had some doctor on there from Gaza that he hadn't treated a military age man. It was all children and one little child had his face blown off, and they're trying to paint Israel as animals. And y'all are exactly right. Well, let me, let's go further. The Muslims want to kill the infidel. That is us blue-eyed Christians and Israel. That is their stated goal. There is no peace with them. The only peace that we can have with them is just to annihilate them. If a guy will not make peace, the only way you're going to have peace is killing. And that sounds bad, but that's a reality of war. And I'll tell you something my old daddy said. And this, we years ago, my daddy in church, he supported, he tied, man, he, he helped take care of the preacher and Everybody, and when missionaries was come, my dad was big on that. Well, they had some come from the Middle East one time, and my daddy didn't give a thin die. And we're riding home, and I asked him, and I said, Papa, you always give. Why didn't you help this guy? He said, Son, the mindset of those people over there, he said, All this guy's doing is fattening them up so you can fight them or your children will fight them. And these people don't want peace. You can't make peace with a person who doesn't want it. Well, I mean, if, so, they, if, their con- if their constitution is terror, I don't know how you make peace with them uh, outside of kill them. Yeah. I mean, at the, end of the, at the end of the day. It's not like negotiating with Egypt like Israel did, where they do have some sort of a peace, tentative peace agreement with Egypt, where that's worked out, and they're kind of coordinating both on Gaza. But that's different than Hamas, who's a terror group who's hell-bent on killing them. I mean, you can't. there's no, there's no peace with them. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. I don't know how. Uh, what your religious views are, but if you'll read uh, your Bible, Ezekiel, Daniel, and Revelation, this is all lining up. Every bit of this is lining it up, and people are criticizing Biden. Biden can hide his own Easter eggs. He's not in charge. And uh, I am pro-Israel all the way. Because, and I'm going to tell you, have either of y'all been to the Middle East? Yep. No. Okay, you've seen this then, brother. You'll have an olive tree in Israel be flourishing, growing big and strong, and you step right across the border, and all their olive trees are scrubs. Mm. Am I right, sir? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I've never been to Israel. I've been to Turkey several times, but I've not been. God I'm sure some... blessed his people and his land, and you cannot beat them. You go back to the seven-day war. There was no way Israel could win, but they did. Yeah. And when yeah. you got God and his angels, you know, there's no way to beat you. Look, Clay, I enjoy the show. Your guest, sir, I didn't catch your name, but you're quite knowledgeable, and I enjoy it. And Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, Thank buddy. you. Thanks. All right, let's uh, call her. Stay on hold. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Caron on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Are you thinking about going out this weekend? Are you thinking about messing around and finding out? Well, when you do mess around and find out, you may end up in jail, whether it be Hines County, Rankin County, Madison County, or any of the little towns in between. And if you do, hey, look, I have a long and glorious history of messing around and finding out. And I wish I'd had a bell bondsman like Liberty Bell Bonds. If you end up in jail this weekend, get out of jail by calling 601 825-1077. That's Liberty Bell Bonds serving Jackson and all surrounding areas. So if you mess around and you find out, call Liberty Bell Bonds and they'll bond you out. 601-825-1077. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys. You know, I always talk about Steinington Farms. I told you that it was going to be soon, and they were going to be back up here. Miss Katie Steinington texted me yesterday and just wanted to let you all know they'll be up here next Friday, October 20th. And they got a special this month for October. You can get chuck and shoulder roast for only seven ninety nine a pound. And that's grass-fed, grass-finished 100% right here in South, or right down there in South Mississippi, 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, locally sourced beef, antibiotic, steroid, and MRNA-free Mississippi beef. Now, I keep some of that ground beef in my freezer at all times. I dabble with some of their steaks, too. Let me tell you, you will not be disappointed. It's all, you know, you put trash in your body, you get trash out of your body. So if you eat something that's filled with trash, you're getting filled with trash. You eat something that's filled with good stuff, you're being filled with good stuff. It just makes sense. I don't. I shouldn't have to make it make sense for you. <laughs> anyway, check them out. Steiningtonfarm.com. And look, you don't have, and that's Steinington with two ends. You do not have to buy a whole cow. You can buy just literally one pack of hamburger meat or one steak or one chuck roast or whatever you want. It's served up in one pound batches. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about the chuck roast. They may be bigger. But anyway, you can work that out with them. But if you want, if you want a, Larger purchase, like the the whole cow or mini cow package, you don't want to wait to the day before to try to do that because uh, of their availability issues because this is a small farm, you know, so when they run out, they run out based on what they had butchered. So get in early. Go to steiningtonfarm.com, steiningtonfarm.com, no S at the end of it, and uh, you'll go to view our cuts. They'll have the pricing there. Pick what you want. Call Miss Katie. The phone number's there, and boom, it's just that easy. They deliver to three local drop-off points in Florence, Brandon, and Ridgeland. Debit, credit, and cash accepted. Stonington Farms, the grass-fed difference. All right, Sean, let's go to the phones here. Sure. All right, hey, thanks for staying on hold, John, there. Hey, Clay. Hey, what's up? 
just amazing. Explain to me, the Bible says the truth shall set you free. Explain to me, I want to know why white people, Caucasian people, have a problem with the truth in the Bible. You know, even Hitler said uh, those, those are not the true Jews. Even the Egypt said they left black and came back white. We the only people in the Bible that fits the Bible prophecy to the T. So, you know, for white people listening to this show, uh, you know, uh, if we came from the seed of Yah and we are the uh, uh, fathers of civilization, we everybody came to us. I want to know why white people have a problem with this. Even they just did the DNA. They know that the true Jews are the black people that were brought over here in slave ship. So I want to know why white people have a problem with Jews. White Jewish people don't have a problem with it. They know the truth. And in and, and the Bible say those who call themselves Jews are not Jews. So you, y'all can take it however you want it. But, you know, if, y'all, if the Bible say if those who are blessed by the children of Israel shall be blessed. So if America cannot pay reparations and they can, and the Western Allies continue to ramp and steal and pillage and loot and steal all the resources, what do you think going to happen? Do you know those aliens are black? Those people on those spaceships, do you know Russia know that? Everybody want to hide the truth and hide what they don't want to hear. And there was this critical race theory. If you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. And Joe Biden and all the rest of they are a bunch of sick, wicked, corrupt people. And anybody can take a hive of it. The whole system here is corrupt. Master D, Master D, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say that the aliens in the spaceship are black? Yes, they are black. It's where, a proven where, fact. Where are they from? It's a proven fact. You're going to see it's a proven fact because you have to have melon in your system to travel long distance. Even the astronauts know that. Or you're going to get what you call scurvy or whatever you're going to get up there. You got to have a melon in your skin. You got to have black skin. You, you didn't know that? Ask the astronaut to look it up. I mean, you know, for people that, that, that know a whole lot, they don't know too much. Because, you know, you know, when we was taken from over there, we wasn't swinging from no tree, brother. We came from Kimbuktu. And the Bible is our history. So for people who cannot accept that this white, well, hey, so be it. We fit property to a T. We did the bondage. We lost our language, our history, our culture, our identity. Keep on fooling yourself. And that's what the war is all about. If you think Iran don't have nukes by now when we, when they wanted our most sophisticated, well, this country's most sophisticated equipment landed right over there in their lap, do you think them people don't have nukes now? Man, come on, please. It ain't going to be what you think. It ain't It ain't what you think. It's going to be the war is coming and the end is coming because it's in, coming in the time of Esau. If y'all don't know your own history, you're not just – those are Esau descendants. Y'all are, are descendants of Esau. Ma- Master D, D, who built the pyramids? Huh? Who built the pyramids? Black aliens? Who built the pyramids? Mm-hmm. Who on the wall built the pyramids? Okay, <laughs> you built the pyramids. They were built the by uh, black people <laughs> with uh, 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 
from a distant planet. That you see the helicopters, you see the uh, aircraft. Solomon said there was nothing new under the sun. So what you, you know, think that was invented and all this technology, Chris, I wink at your knowledge. We do agree on that. I do believe aliens built the pyramids. I, I'm, I'm, I'm an ancient alien theorist. Huh? I, I'm an ancient alien theorist. I do believe in the ancient alien theory. Well, you heard of you heard of the people. You know all about the Sumerians and Akinakians and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this the the the, 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 the uh, technology we have is primitive, bro. I mean, they have they can they had mind control. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people brushing on their chest. Do you know who built the first cruise missile? Go do your history. A black. Uh, it was David. I mean, it was uh, 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 Hannibal's grandson over in Russia. Peter the Great adopted him, a black man who fought with the Berber. The same history repeats itself. That over in Ukraine, the Russians fought with the blacks to defeat. And like I say, the, the Jewish are Leopold killed 20 million black Jews over there and took them out of Israel. So I don't want to hear nothing about what white people talking. That ain't nothing but a facade. Because if you, I'm what I'm saying is, if this country doesn't pay reparations and give the blacks they want to stay. They can stay the ones that want to leave because this country is in the Bible to be destroyed. You can take it however you want it. Black, white, purple, or blue. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, I got, I got, I got now, one. If you want me to call? I got one more question. I got one more question. Scripture, I will. Right, one, one, one more question. Uh-huh. If if y'all are from a different planet, why should we pay reparations? We we're not from a different planet. Earth. Let me let me ask you this: If you're going out there. And you're gonna plant something, and and your mother said, put it on the side where the topsoil at. God created that I built you from the topsoil of the of the earth. We didn't say we from a, from another planet. The Creator and His beings might be from another planet because you have two types of beings: terrestrial beings and extraterrestrial beings. Uh, so we don't know. We already know we're just not here long. But why would they want to come here and deal with? people who have a hostility and a history of killing and mayhem and war. I wouldn't want to have nothing to do with anybody on earth because they're already looking at you and saying, oh, man, we don't want no dealing with them people. All right, we don't Ma- want no dealing with none of them. Th- thank you. Blue. Thank you, Master D. Great call. Going to clip it up, put it out on the radio today for everybody to hear. Appreciate that. I'm on the podcast. Let's take one more call before we go to hey. break. Hey, um, can you pass me the tinfoil from behind you over there real quick? I will. Thank I will. you. Hi, hey, you're on there. Appreciate that. Man, I don't really have enough to say with enough time to say what I was going to say. So, you know, I'm not going to even get into it, but <laughs> to go along with this point about the the black aliens, one of the founders of NASA even did an interview about that. And they've scrubbed that interview from existence from the internet and things like that and from um the uh channels that he was he did it on. And they asked him, they said, do you plan on doing any more public engagement? He said, no, this is it. He said, I'm going in hiding. And he was one of the, before NASA even became NASA, it was called something else. Even he said they got proof. They said that when they, when they saw the spaceships around the rings of Saturn, and when the aliens were getting out, they were big, tall, black people, black men. And the interviewer was like, do you mean like really dark? She's like, no, no, no. I mean like tall, black men. No, no. He did say, he did say that. That is a documented interview and a person that was one of the founding fathers of NASA. That is true. 
And now, look, this, this stuff, I look, I, I know I probably sound like I'm being sarcastic. I am wildly interested in this kind of stuff. I, I, I was not kidding with Master D. I am an ancient alien theorist. I've watched every episode. I 100% believe that we are not from here. Uh, and so, so I'm, I, y'all piqued my interest with this. I did not know that the, yeah. that the alleged aliens were, were black. I, I'm being serious. I know it sounds well, funny to say it out loud, but, but, but I'm being serious. I, I'm, yeah. I, Sean's over here taking notes right now. We're going to research this. I got, I got to keep up with this because I'm just, I didn't know how we went from Hamas to black aliens. I just don't well, know how I, we got I, there. I Somebody just tell me about that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's, that's beyond the black alien thing is beyond my scope of knowledge. I can right. talk about the Middle East, but All right, no. Derek, no, that, you, you got any thoughts, you got any thoughts on it. stuff on this earth? On the stuff on Israel. Here, here it is right here. Look, man, if that's your home and that's all you've known, regardless of what happened in the past, um, the, the British mandate and everything like that, if you were born there generations, just like I was born here in America out of generations, that's my home and I'm going to defend it at all costs. Bottom line, I don't care about who's supposed to be Israel, who isn't. The Lord said, I will have mercy on who I have mercy on. And then Jesus even said that many from the West will sit at his father's table. So, again, take it up with the Most High, man, because it ain't for me to decide who is who. The Lord said he's going to separate the right for the wrong, the wheat from the tear. Yep, Derek, great That's call. all I had to say, bro. Thank you, brother. Have a blessing. All right, Sean, we got to take a break real quick. Come Please, back. We'll, I'm ready we'll, for the break this time. We'll, <laughs> we'll, I really am. Let's we'll take unpack, the break. We'll unpack Master D's call a little bit if we can there. This is the Clay Edwards <laughs> Show. We'll be right back with Sean York Karan on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Well, if that wasn't breaking rules when necessary, I don't know what is. Thank you for all the uh, social tags. Uh, shout out to Jess for the tag. Shout out to everybody for all the texts and stuff. We're gonna we're gonna try to get to your text. Let's uh, let's do an ad read real quick, and we're gonna try to unpack that. Guys, A One Gear and Auto for all of your automotive repair needs right there on Forty Nine South in Florence. I, to say I personally use them would be an understatement. I use them more than I would like to have to. Uh, so I trust them with my vehicle, my child's vehicle, my personal, my friends and family's vehicles. So you can trust them too. They diagnose it right the first time, which saves you money, saves you time, and gets you back on the road and doing what you got to do. But hey, what they specialize in, of course, they can do anything from brakes to to uh, checking your check engine light, your vehicle running hot, all that stuff. But what they specialize in is your ring and pinion, rear end, transfer cases, all that. If you have any problems there, you need to upgrade because you got bigger wheels and tires. You need new new gears, bigger gears to offset that, get your power back. A1 gear and auto needs to be your number one stop. But like I said, the most important thing to me is the proper diagnosing the first time and getting it right. Again, that saves you money and time, and time is money. That Justin Nelson and the team there at A1 gear and auto get you back on the road. Located right there on 49 South in Florence. Right there, big white building, big red sign. You can't miss it good good folks over there i have to be careful about stopping by there because i can get hung up talking to justin for a couple hours keeping him from doing his work so just good people i say that to say that all right sean um i'm kind of speechless should we read a couple texts absolutely so i can get my thoughts together (laughs) uh fred says um israelites to black aliens that's why i listen (laughs) <laughs> that's why i do the show i mean i mean this, let's just be honest here let's just be honest here I, you know look I, I 
I want to be careful about how I word this. I'm quasi sympathetic to the black Israelite folks because they're very dead set on what they believe. You know, so I, so I, 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 I do like to I say entertain. I don't know if that's the best way to put it. I like to listen to a talk. Mm-hmm. You know, now whether I believe all that stuff, I, I don't know. Again, I st- I've stayed out of the, this all this stuff. Yeah, I, I, my attention is Jackson and America. I'm an America first person. Sure, not an Israel first, not a Black Israelite, not a not a Palestinian. I've only met one Black Israelite in my life, and I had like yeah. an argument with him for a long time several years ago. Because my great grandmother is an Ashkenazi Jew who married a Muslim. Kind of interesting situation, right? Yeah, you're 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 literally yeah, I'm both, right? Both. It, yeah, and so and you know I didn't know that. Till later, until I took one of those twenty three and Me um, tests, because since my great grandfather was Muslim in Turkey, it was kind of one of those things where you just didn't tell people that like you married a Jewish person. Like yeah. it was just kind of hidden. And so I had taken this DNA test years ago, and then I asked my dad the story, found out the whole family history story. Anyway, so I taught. After that, I was talking to the guy who was a black Israelite, and he was trying to tell me, well. Ashkenazi Jews are not really Jews because you guys are white Jews. We're the real Jews. You guys are fake Jews. And I was like, and that's it. And I started looking up, and that's kind of like their position on things. Mm-hmm. That, that that and then he also this guy also told me that the Holocaust didn't happen, you know, like or at least as many people were not killed in it. And I was just so I, so I got into looking up what they believed in. I'm sorry, yes, I disagree with it. I'm going to say yeah. I disagree because the Holocaust yeah. certainly happened, you know, oh, oh, 100%. And, you know, and that if that's one of their tenets, their beliefs, and it's just wrong. I mean, that's that it did happen. So, you know, I've had one interaction with them, and it was actually a positive. But it had nothing to do with the conversation of the black or white stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and Polo were doing a radio show together. They hosted a radio show right before us, especially like public broadcast type stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so it just a wide, like the movie UHF with a weird owl. It was kind of like that kind of cast of characters. Yeah, there coming <laughs> yeah in, I've thought about that movie in years. Coming right? in one after another. So you had the black Israelites doing a show. Then you had Clay and Polo doing a show. <laughs> That's great. And I don't remember who was after us. Maybe it was Hip Hop Hour. But it was a wide cast of characters. And, really? Um, and I just, I was like, man, I bet these guys hate me. Oh, thinking man. about the Save Jackson stuff, and they were actually some of the nicest people I'd ever had an interaction with since I started doing this. But that was just a singular, singular meeting. They were just very nice to me. But again, we didn't get into the conversation, the politics of the situation. Yeah, yeah I mean, like I don't know. There was maybe there were some Jewish populations that were black. I don't know that that part. But one thing I do know is Ashkenazis are Jews and they're white, and and that's just fact. I mean, it's just there's no way to dispute that. So, All right, here's some text. Uh, Lightning says, Master D just blew everybody's head off. <laughs> Jerry says, tell that guy hating on the Halloween. Oh, that's a well, we'll, we'll, we'll stay here. It says, Jerry says, <laughs> tell that guy hating on the Halloween decorations in Rankin County he might want to see if it's if, if, if it's a captured black alien. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Jerry Jerry? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's that's a good. One. That's good. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Ma- uh, unknown texter. Master D, 100% nut. Reparations, 40 acres and a tractor. Uh, 40 acres and a spaceship, apparently. Uh, sp- yeah, right. <laughs> let's see here. Josh says, war doesn't determine who's right. It determines who will be left. He said Germans technically built the first cruise missile, also known as the buzz bomb so uh let's hear dave says snoop dog would be jealous of what the guy's smoking black aliens he's on some strong dope she's, she's sharing he's got a, she's gotten into chokwe stash yeah that's right that's what i told kim wade i said if you win mayor are you gonna give chokwe his stash back that he left at the mayor's office he's yeah. like man i don't know about that <laughs> uh ty says 
I'm not hearing this guy's story that black people created and started everything since the dawn of time bullcrap because it's a delusional lie. Clay, all, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it says all, all credibility gone. If black people did all this stuff, then why did they? Then, then why are they the least civilized race in the world's history? All right, that, that's an opinion. Uh, I'm looking up everything he's mentioning while he's been right once, and he and he hasn't been right once. You, you want to hear a text from Kim Wade? He says, "Sean, you're a black alien denier." <laughs> That's what Kim Wade just said. Black alien denier. Uh, here's a unknown texture to Master D. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. At no point in your ramblings, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> so people are, people have some opinions. Yeah. People have some opinions. Uh, we got uh, this guy's racist. Uh, so somebody's been smoking that wacky tobacco. I mean, I, I've never gotten so many texts at one time. I, I don't. If I read them all, we'll just spend the whole show doing that. But look, continue the Guns and Gear text coming in. 769-241-1944. The phone line, 601 601- Eight seven nine zero 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 two. I don't know how we get this train I, back on the track. I don't know how. La- like, I just still laughing at Kim's text to me that I'm a black alien denier. <laughs> They're black, black alien denier. Let's, uh, we, we got Derek back on the line before we take a break. Hey man, like I said, I don't know if it's timing or what it is. I don't never have enough time to say what I want to say. But to, to that uh, texter talking about we're not civilized. No, you was not civilized for making that comment. We have had made several contributions to society. So let's not go there, sir. That's just another coward behind a keyboard or, or, or a smartphone or whatever. You know, we've made several countries. Hell, I make contributions every day to the state of Mississippi. So let, let's not go there. Yeah, I think unfortunately what happens, and obviously I don't agree with that comment, but I think unfortunately what happens is too many people look at what's going on in places like Jackson with this just the, 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 this certain you, – you've called them out plenty of times, this, 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 this urban demographic – in the black community that that's taking over places like Jackson, and unfortunately they lump everybody into that, and we know that's not fair, that's not well, right, that's well, not well, correct. Well, since he wanted to take a cheap shot, let me take one, sir. When your when your sister wife or whatever go buy your groceries today, and she swipes her EBT card, some of the lines of code that I wrote when I worked in Mississippi Department of, of Human Services, you can look it up, is running when she runs that card. So that's what I contributed, sir, and I'm a black man. So let's not go there, man. Agreed. You see how it's easy to stereotype? But I threw in a stereotype by his sister wife, but yet gave him a fact of something that I've done to contribute. So let's not go there. You understand? But, um, Clay, I called back to say that video, it's been literally scrubbed. You cannot find it. The man, I mean, he's documented and credible. Um, that was mentioning, like, different races of aliens, and he mentioned that particular race, like grays and all those, the eggheads. You know all the different ones, and he get, he tells her specifically that story about the rings of Saturn. But you cannot find that video; it has literally been scrubbed. No, you hold enough credibility with me that I know that if you say you saw it, it existed. Now, whether it's whether he's being whether he's right or not is irrelevant. But I mean, if you say you saw it, 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 he said it. I mean, that's all you can go with. Yeah, and he was one of the founders. Of, if NASA was called something else before it became NASA, um, it was. Something with weather and and something like that before it be, became what it is now, and he was mentioning a different phenomenon that they they observed, and he was talking about the rings of Saturn, and he said when we saw the ships, they were literally fueling 
on the rings of Saturn using the mat the matter converting it. And he said, and we we can see him getting on and off the ship, and they look like tall. Black. And that he that that he did say, which he gave more of the description of what the um of the original description of the Anunnaki. I think that's what he was Master D was trying to say. He said he only called the name of one I I, I, I Tanaka. But no, he was the leader of the Anunnaki, but the Anunnaki is what he was trying to say. Gotcha. Which they've been documented in both in Egypt and in um, Aztec Mayan culture. All right, brother. Got to take my break, man. Thanks, Derek. Uh-huh. All right, we'll be right back to close out the first hour. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. To close out... The first hour here, we have a whole another hour to go. We can only hope to have as many good calls in the second hour. I'll tell you, the phone line's been uh, cranking back up the last couple days. The number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. No more calls this hour, but when we come back from the top of the hour, we'll open it back up. Oh, uh, let's see here. I guess we can read a few text messages to close out the first hour here. We ain't got about a minute left. Zach says, "If you believe aliens created us, and you're saying God is a liar, well, I mean, couldn't I make the couldn't I make the argument that God is an alien, or that God created aliens? I think you can make that argument too. Yeah, I mean, I, I've often said we believe in angels and all that, and, and look, I'm a I'm a Christian. I 100 percent believe yeah, in God. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I've often said we believe in angels and we believe in devils and we believe in spirits and we believe in all this stuff why is believing in aliens such a stretch i'm always i've always said the same thing i mean god could do that god can do anything if you believe that so i think yep all right we'll close out the first hour on that we'll be right back after top of the hour news this is the clay edwards show with sean york on w y a b all right welcome back in to the clay edwards show guys this segment is going to be brought to you by our new sponsor over there we're reliable Rental equipment located right off Meadowbrook Drive. If you need to rent any heavy equipment, contractors, I'm talking to you. DIYers, I'm talking to you. <clears throat> Get over to Reliable Equipment. They got a big, fancy, brand new building. They reinvested into Jackson, which I think is great. Shantra's right around the corner from uh, Fondren there, right mm-hmm. across from the old Meadowbrook Six Theater. Oh, really? What do they rent there? Uh, man, everything from. From boon from big boon lifts, skid steers, the okay. whole nine yards. You can go rent a zero turn mower if you need to. And here's what's cool. Mm-hmm. Say you're a contractor, a plumber, for example. You need to dig out a big trench to put a pipe in. Yeah. But you're a plumber, not a heavy equipment operator. Right. But you don't have to pay a subcontractor to bring their tractor, you know, their, their backhoe in to dig it out. Well, you can do this yourself, I guess, by running it. Yeah, well, you can actually just pay them a, a daily fee. Mm-hmm. They'll come operate it. You're going to save money instead oh, of paying a sub. Though you can rent the you can rent a rent the equipment and an operator. Oh wow! Okay, for well, a day from cool. them and save a little money. Yeah, I did exactly how much I'm not sure, but work that out with them. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. You're a DIY guy, and you don't have to pay a plumber and a contractor to come out and dig the stuff. You can go rent the equipment from them, or you can rent, or you can operate it yourself. Here's what's cool too: uh, can't announce the name brand yet, but they're getting into side by side and golf cart rental, like off road. Really? On road, uh, all that. So, or, or you can purchase it as well. Hmm. So, if you're in the market for a side by side or a golf cart, or you just need to rent one for the weekend, maybe there's a big 
uh, golf cart parade in your neighborhood and you want to partake in that. That's a big popular thing now, believe it or not. What, golf carts? Golf cart parades in these neighborhoods like Christmas parades. Go, I mean, rent, go rent one from them. I mean, I've been wanting to buy one for my house, my neighborhood, even though well, my friend of mine did a few years ago and we got pulled over by JPD actually in Bellhaven, you know, because we had like a case of beer in my lap and he was like, you guys need to make this street legal. I didn't really realize that. <laughs> so so now like, that's why I didn't buy one. Well, I, look, you know, now look, I, I, I'm not going to bust their, bust their shops too hard because they, they've turned a corner. But a couple of years ago, that, that they were focusing on golf carts on the streets. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was priorities, my friends. Priorities. Yeah. But look, check them out. Reliable Aquinum. They got the air ride trailers or the airdrop trailers. I mean, they're really cool. You know, you can if you need to load something in that's like a, a a really low piece of equipment or something, you can just walk straight into it. You don't have to step up, and then it'll raise up. They got all that stuff. They got the Taylor lighting. So if you have it, you need to work on something outdoors at nighttime, or you're having an event outdoors at nighttime. You need uh, parking, nighttime parking, whatever it may be. Whatever you may need lights for outside, they've got all of your lighting needs handled. You can check them out online, ReliableRentalEquipmentMS.com. Or again, just swing by and see them right there at 210 Meadowbrook Road. I know we got a lot of Jacksonians that <clears throat> listen to this show. That are all constantly doing DIY projects or contractors as well. Got a lot of blue collar folks. Support the folks that support us. Reliable equipment rental. Go see my buddy Brad Patridge. He's over there. He'll get you taken care of. All right, let's take a call real quick. Yep. Not your average Joe. Wait, what's call? Phone. Okay, okay. What, what's what's Joe going to say though <laughs> before we should screen these calls out? Uh, Joe, Joe's normal. Joe's <laughs> yeah. normal. All right, brother, you're on there. Okay. Well, I've got a little bit of a different take other than politics. We were talking aliens. about the uh, angels and the aliens before the break. Yes. And, uh, and I've kind of been doing a deep dive in this for a couple of years now. And uh might have a little explanation for you. Okay. Um, if you take a look at Genesis 6, it says, um, it's just like a paragraph, but it says that the uh, in those days there were giants upon the land, uh, that the uh, sons of God saw that the daughters of man were fair and took wives, took wives among them, and, uh, you know, had the offspring was the Nephilim giants. And uh, so if you look into this, it, to me, it looks like the whole explanation is, you know, the fallen angels, you know, before the before man was ever created, there was another fall. It was the fall of the... Uh, one-third of the angels, you know, talking about Satan fell, took one-third of the angels with them. This is before human beings were ever even created. And then, you know, the top fallen angel is the one who seduced uh, uh, Eve in the garden, who later seduced Adam, and ate him out of house and home. And so anyway, when these angels fell, if you can also refer to the book of Enoch, that uh, the book of Enoch says in the days of Jared, the watchers came down and they uh, taught mankind things that they weren't supposed to know, like sorcery and metallurgy and how to make weapons and stuff like that. And uh, the people worshipped them as gods. You know, of course, they were divine beings, but fallen divine beings, you know, and they worshipped them as gods and they demanded sacrifice, you know, usually children. So these weren't good guides, you know what I mean? But they did give people, mankind, things, you know, to advance them as a, uh, a human race, but not, not not always in a good way. So you could say 
you know, because if you, you know, that's a lot. Because you also look at um, mythology, like Egyptian or Greek mythology, where you have quote the gods come down, have sex with human women, and create demigods like Zeus or Hercules. So you know, secular mythology goes along with that biblical uh, way of looking at things, but also goes along with the whole, uh, you know, did the aliens come down to ancient peoples and you know you know you look at all the the huge uh, rocks and megaliths and huge cities that were built that we look at you know how can we do you know how did they do that we can't even do that today how did they lift those huge stones on each other where did these giants come from you know all that can be addressed you know all together to me that's the um correlation between the uh the aliens that we see today they're still out there you know these fallen angels they couldn't die they didn't die they're still out there you know who's to say they didn't create crafts yeah because these are interdimensional beings do you, be- not- do you believe there's uh, you know a lot of people try to write this off as there's a we've lost a, a lot of our his- historical technology and you know, and, and the tools that were built, that that were used to to tr- move these stones and to build these pyramids and stuff like that. Do you? I mean, look, I, I'm just I, people can think I'm wacky. I don't care. I think some things aren't meant to be explained with our human brains, like how the te- like how like the technology that was used to build the pyramids and a lot of other unexplained. Um, there's a long, long written history of, or, or not when I say written, I mean like etched on caves history of. Uh, flying, not saucers, but, you know, flying crafts and this, that, and the other. I don't think that all these different all these different uh, groups of people all around Earth that had no way of communicating all saw the same thing and all had the same etchings in their caves by coincidence. Yeah, but you take a look at the, even the hieroglyphics of the, uh, the uh, Egyptians. I mean, they've got these, you know, drawings of huge beings right alongside normal beings. And then they've got drawings, or not drawings, but, you know, the carvings of, you know, some of these, quote, Egyptian uh, pharaohs and their wives. And, you know, they've got these, you know, some of these show elongated skulls. Mm-hmm. You know, they you know, have these hats that kind of look go back real far on their head. You take the hat off and it's covered in elongated uh, even, you know, you could say that was done done to, you know, bonding of the skull to create that. Yeah. I mean, that's what they, that's what they said over time is, you they know, the, the people with those elongated but, skulls. But you've got a picture, and I saw one of this um, Egyptian wife goddess who had this baby who had an elongated skull on her lap. And then, you know, they also found these elongated skulls in Peru. You know, the two places that they found most of these or Peru and uh, and Egypt, and you know why and, and why on earth do all these um, semi you know these uh, pyramids, whether they're step pyramids or other pyramids, they're found throughout the world. You know why did like in South America they build similar pyramids as they did in Egypt? You know, there's a lot of questions in there. To me, it, it kind of comes alongside that. You know these fallen angels, who were basically, and I, and, and I don't think it conflicts with biblical worldview. 
that these fallen angels who were worshipped as gods were imposters, really. They, they came upon man, yeah, I'm the god of, you know, the underworld, I'm the god of the sky, I'm the god of the uh, whatever. And even the Indians, American Indians, have tales of the sky gods, you know, coming out, you know, giving them things, you know. Yeah, so exactly. I think there's a huge correlation there. I think, uh, you know, that addresses all three worldviews. Absolutely. Hey, brother, great call, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I didn't plan to get into, you know, like all this type stuff today, but the show will take its, set its own course sometimes. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, and look, man, I just, I believe that it's very foolish and, frankly, selfish and narcissistic of, humans to believe that we're all that's out there in this huge vast universe i i think frankly it's silly i think you're starting to see it come out now too and this this isn't addressing the biblical side of it this is just the factual side of it i mean our government has basically come out in the last few months whether you want to say it's a distraction a psyop whatever and admitted that we have alien ships yeah you know, like, like literally, like for real. I, I take that Mexican stuff that happened with the little stick figures and the little ET looking things aside. Uh, that was ridiculous. But in reality, you know, this is obviously something that's been going on. And there's been a there's been a thing since World War Two that any time that we've gotten close to nuclear war, that that's when an uptick in alien sightings start to you know like UFO sightings and stuff start taking place it's like they're trying to prevent us from blowing each blowing ourselves up yeah yeah i mean right that's yeah that's true that's true i mean but we did have yeah we just had congressional testimony about it and um you know about the uh where people pilots have testified to seeing these things i mean there's it's out there i mean they're never going to let us into the intergalactic association of planets Mm -hmm. if we're trying to blow ourselves up yeah you know. Yeah, right. We're never, we're never getting in. I don't know. We may not get in anyway. <laughs> Maybe like, look at these people. I mean, like, uh, or, or when you're talking about, like, if you believe that we're the only ones out there, if this is a representation of, of the entire universe, we are. That's kind of a bad thing too. All right, let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Hello. Yes. Hi, I'm calling to touch piggyback on the gentleman that called in reference to the book of Enoch. When you um, do further research, is the, the seven um, fallen angels that came down and top men, all sort of things, they're the one in third. Um, when you do your further research, you find that in the Bible, only one time is planet mentioned, and it's mentioned in correlation with the one in third. And um, when Barnabas and Paul came down, the people thought they were the wandering stars, and they called them um, Jupiter and Mercury. And Alan Barnabas told them, don't, don't do that, because those um, seven wandering stars are the seven angels that lost their course that people are calling planets. And there's no such thing as a planet in reference to what um, man has been taught today. If you got to go through the biblical understanding, the seven wandering stars are well. There's a planet in the Bible. It's fallen angels, those seven fallen angels that the Most High, the Creator, will handle at the end. And the other thing I wanted to touch back on is we got to get back to focus on love and not race. Love and, and not what? I'm sorry. We need to get back to focusing on love and not race. Yes. You yes. know, our Creator created us all. We all come from Ham, um, from Noah, Ham, Shem, and Jason, three brothers. And when you 
get back to focusing on love, we can get back to a society that um, repents, and the Most High will hear our prayers and heal our land. I want to mention um, three prominent um, Israeli scholars, Solomon Sands, Arthur Tesla, and Benjamin Friedman. They did their own research and found out that the Ashkenazi Kanzarians came, um, which came through um, Japheth, um, Goma's son, um, are not the real Jews. That um, Solomon Sands came out of Tel Aviv and um, University in Israel, and Arthur Kessler and Benjamin Freeman. Those are um, former. Uh, those are individuals who actually thought they were the true Jews and found out they were not. So. That's some books that people can go and research. Um, Solomon Sands from Tel Aviv University, the Vincent of the Jewish, Jewish people, and Isaac Kessler, the 13th child, and Benjamin Freeman did a, a speech in 1961 at the Woolard Hotel, and he described about all these wars. If you want to know about all these wars, read the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. They've been planned. All right. Uh, look, great call. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening this morning. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't quite understand everything she was saying. Yeah. It was like a high, kind of a high pitch there. But I, 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 the, the part about love and hate, I do agree with. We we got to get back. I know I can be quite the uh, pot stirrer, so I feel like that may have been a shot at me. That's fine. I, I deserve one every now and then. Let, let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back with Sean. Your Quran. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment brought to you by Guns and Gear, located right there on Highway 51 North at Yandel Road in Gluckstadt. Get out there to see them today. Hey, look, man, uh, <clears throat> I can't think of a better time, a more pressing time, to make sure you are locked, stocked, and loaded. Our southern border is wide open. Uh, terrorism, terrorism is on the rise whether it's domestically or internationally, you're going to need to protect yourself, your family. And when you live close to a criminal safe haven like Jackson, Mississippi, you need to protect you and your family. You just never know. Get out to Guns and Gear. I'd be there with the doors open this morning, stocking up if I were you. But hey, they're way more than just a gun store. They, of course, are the home of No Limit Ammo, as well as they'll take care of all your gunsmithing and Cerakoting needs, all of your accessories, and hey, you're in a pinch, you need to sell your gun. Maybe you want to sell your gun and buy some more ammo. Maybe you got an extra gun. I got a couple. But uh can you really have too many? Let's be honest. Anyway, uh get over there, guns and gear. They will buy your guns from you and uh save you having to go to a pawn shop and do all that good stuff. So do whatever you need. That's guns and gear. Shop with them online, guns and gear ms dot com. And uh the exact address here just for Prosperity, posterity is 1716 Highway 51 North. 1716 Highway 51 North. That's Guns and Gear. Located right there next to the all-new Booze Smokehouse Barbecue and that little shopping center. If you're going north, it's on the right. And uh, man, go check out their Facebook page. They have a video of me raising money for my Real Men Wear Pink campaign. Go watch that and let me know if you were interested in possibly uh, helping me raise some money. All right, Sean. Let's shift gears a little bit here. I appreciate all the calls. 
Um, appreciate a lot of the deep knowledge and everybody's opinions. It's really interesting. There's a lot of different thoughts out there in the world. And I like hearing other people's opinions on stuff instead of just everything being, when I say black and white, I don't mean race. I just mean ink and paper. Mm-hmm. I like hearing everybody's different opinions on it. And uh, it, it, it's good to it's good to keep an open mind on stuff. Um, so Dave did say that he thought that uh, the, lady, the lady caller said, we need to focus on love, not race. I just couldn't quite understand her, but I, I definitely wanted to give her a platform to talk. So maybe these these ear these headphones I'm wearing I have turned up really loud. So when somebody's got a higher pitch, it doesn't I can't quite understand it always and I only have one ear. <laughs> so <laughs> so it can be a little hard for me to understand when somebody yep. when, when somebody's talking through a speakerphone or something like that. So anyway. Uh let's again let's shift gears, but kind of stand on the same page, talking about the Israel stuff and the Hamas stuff. You've got an article, an interesting cancel culture uh article. Yeah, here uh, the uh, Mia Khalifa, and I'm sure most of the our male listeners probably know who that is. Is uh, was a once a famous uh, porn star for uh, Pornhub. Well, she was she put a statement on Twitter X now. I'm going to call it Twitter forever. State uh, support for the Palestinians, and by doing that, she uh, was canceled by Playboy. Like so, she had been, and they had put out a pretty strong statement condemning her and saying that you can't um you know that you know what you said is horrible and blah 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 well let me read what she said exactly yeah, so, she doubled down too she she did double down the part i got here is please tell the freedom fighters in palestine to flip their phones and film horizontal she replied to this post two days later by saying this statement in no way shape or form is enticing the spread of violence i specifically said freedom fighters because that's what the palestinian citizens are fighting for freedom every day actually the first statement was i'm sorry i missed that part it was um she was referring to Israel as a apartheid state. If you can look at the situation in Palestine and not be on si- on the side of the Palestinians, then you are on the you are on the wrong side of apartheid. And history will show that in time. That was the first statement. That statement. So she's basically saying that if you're not on the side of the Palestinians and you're on the wrong side of history. You're on the side of apartheid, which she's calling what Israel's doing to Gaza as apartheid. And um, but I guess you know way this you can interpret that is that she's saying if you're not on, on the side of what Hamas did. Which is yeah. the way I'm reading that, and I don't think any of us are. Most most decent people no. are not for that. And um, so she was canceled for that. And then I guess you're right; she did. Well, down. she wasn't canceled; she was fired. Fired, right? She was fired. Her, you know, her boss decided to fire her. But isn't what we call cancel all the time? Like, what's the girl on that Star Wars show? Um, Gina oh, you, Carano. Gina Carano. I mean, she got fired, so she was effectively canceled. And I think yeah. that's what they called her. Everything she said. So. Yeah, I think the only person who's truly been canceled was Alex Jones. Is this show still on, though? Yeah, well, he had to build his own platforms and everything. I mean, he got deplatformed. Okay. You know, he's not allowed on any social media and YouTube, none of that. I think there's a, I think we, we, we the word cancel culture has been expanded. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, for the sake of argument, she got canceled, but she's still, I think she's still allowed on OnlyFans and all that stuff. I mean, but Playboy fired her. And here's the, here's, here's what Playboy told her. So this is such a horrendous tweet. Consider yourself fired effective immediately. Simply disgusting, beyond disgusting. Please evolve and become a better human being. The fact you are condoning death, rape, beatings, and hostage taking is truly gross. No words can explain your ignorance. We humans need to come together, especially in the face of tragedy. I pray for you to become a better person. However, it clearly seems like it's too late for you, which is a bit comical in and of itself if we look at the the morality of porn <laughs> that's what i mean you I know mean, like the fact any- we're even discussing a porn star's morality is, is, is somewhat comical 
And also, the fact is, did anybody have their money on Mia Khalifa getting canceled for talking? Yeah. I mean, I mean, did anybody think that that would be the reason we should one day get canceled? Was there something she said? I mean, the, the the fact that we're the Mia Khalifa ten years after her prime is still the topic of conversation mm-hmm. is is a bit of a joke in and of itself. It is kind of. I mean, you know, I don't know how to, how to phrase this as a testament to her work, right? Yeah. <laughs> that she uh, has, has lasted this long because she's definitely. Would you think she's probably the most famous porn star out there? Like long in terms of like everybody knowing their name. Yeah, she 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 crossed over because of her sports fandom. Okay, and yeah, also she's her, a big Washington Redskins fan or Commanders mm-hmm. fan. I mean, I know that much about her just from being a sports fan. Yeah, you know, I, like she's always she's always inserting herself into into sports <laughs> talk. Let's, let's let's leave it at that. Yeah, into sports talk and uh, kind of into that realm outside of the porn industry. But yeah, it, you know, it, I, I don't think people. Sh- I don't know. I'm t- I'm I'm a bit conflicted. Because if your boss wants to fire you, that is a agreement between you and your boss that you have to work for them, right? Yeah, it's got to be. A, it's a mutual thing. Uh, if they don't want to, if they don't want to work with someone who carries a certain set of beliefs, they don't have to work with them anymore. If they're the boss, yeah. and you don't have to work there if you don't like their opinions, you you can quit too. It, it's mm-hmm. a it's a right to work type situation, right? And she's a contractor, I believe, with. Playboy. I mean, she makes X amount of money based on how many people go to her page. It's like me. It's like YouTube. And she's doing a podcast with them too. Apparently, that's like she's hosting a podcast for them. Maybe so. And at the end of the day, to me, cancel culture is when outside forces try to harass your sponsors and and get you fired because of outside complaints. And maybe that happened here. But if your boss just decides I don't want to work with you anymore because of your beliefs, and, and her boss is also Jewish. Yeah, I mean, also, I think what, there's a difference between, like, we're just talking about Gina Carano. Her last name is Shapiro. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, imagine he was not happy with those comments. Um, well, well, this is more of a case of, of Fafo. Yeah, you're, yeah. you know what, that's good. When you look at it that way, because, like, we're talking about Gina Carano, and what she said wasn't that offensive, if I remember correctly, whatever her statement was. And the um, But this is kind of what Khalifa's saying, is she sounds like she's endorsing the terrorist acts. Yes. And I think if that's the problem that I see with it where if she was working for me and did that, I'd be like, okay, you're fired. Like you can't yeah. just endorse. Now you can say I stand in solidarity with the Palestinian, the conditions the Palestinian people are living in. And I support that getting better or that kind of thing. But I think when you say that I support, you know, what happened here mm-hmm. in terms of the, what Hamas did, then that crosses a different line. Well, then like her tweet following. So she, she, she shared the screenshot of the email where she got fired mm-hmm. And then it says, and she goes, I just want to make sure there's 4K footage of my people breaking down the walls of the open-air prison they've been forced out of their homes and into. So we have good options for the history books that write about how they freed themselves from apartheid. Please worry about your sad little company lacking direction and purpose before you utter my name again. I stand with all the people fighting oppression now and always. Do your research before begging for my investment in your little project. I'm from Lebanon. You were insane for expecting me to be on the same side of colonialism, you effing weirdo. Right, she's not Palestinian. She's Lebanese. For yeah. We and, said and, that earlier, actually. And, and she clearly states her people breaking out of the cages. Uh, look, if you want to break out of cages, if you feel like you've been trapped in a in an open-air prison, and you finally break out of the cages, and you want to run free and punch a few people, I get it. Mm. I do. If the, your first thought is to run and start murdering women and children yep. and 
uh, cutting babies' heads off and raping women. You're you are an animal. Yeah, exactly. P- I mean. p- I, you know, you, any sympathy I may have had for you in that cage suddenly, in which it wasn't a cage. This is a gross exaggeration. Sure, it was a fence border wall. Right, and you were stuck in a country, not a cage. I mean, a crappy country, albeit, but nonetheless, it was not like kids in cages at the border and Obama's children cages. So, it, it, she's a gross human being. Yeah, I mean, and I, I really, uh, the fact we're giving her airtime—it's uh, only to make her look like an idiot that she is. Well, I guess it's because, and also what I find funny too. So she says, "My people." Well, she's not Palestinian; she's Lebanese. So yeah. she means Muslims, right? They're Muslims. I'm standing. So, okay. Well, did she feel that way about when she was dressing up in the hijab in the porn video? Like, yeah. I mean, you were kind of dishonoring like your religion then. I mean, because they're very strict, very conservative. She would she would be the first person raped and beheaded. Yeah, because I mean, she had death threats around the whole world from Muslims yeah. mad at her about what she had done in the in the porn videos. Yeah, she, so th- this this virtue signaling that that's she's what doing I'm saying. Now, like, it, it ain't buying her any sympathy and by from Hamas. That's my exactly. Hamas would kill her today yeah. if she showed up there. Like her, they're right. That's a good way of putting it. Virtue signaling now, saying, "Well, I stand with you know you guys," and even though that I completely like basically mocked you when I was in porn yep. and deliberately mocked. It wasn't like she just did porn was in a, you know, schoolgirl outfit. She like actually wore the hijab and made it a point really, to make that a, you know, it's really no different than the same white liberals that wore clan outfits going into black neighborhoods with BLM shirts on now and, and trying to virtue signal with black folks as they burn their neighborhoods down. What, what happened? I'm just saying, you know, white liberals were the same ones that wore clan outfits and now they're now they're the same ones that put on the Black Lives Matter shirts and are still going into black communities and helping burn down black communities. Well, I don't know if Dakota with the man bun was in a Klan uniform at one time. Uh, same, <laughs> you know, same, same, same political affiliation. I mean, you know, I don't know. S- same political affiliation. Yeah, I see what you're, you're trying to say, but no, right. Dakota's throwing on the Klan hood. D- D- Dixiecrats, once and always. <laughs> okay. Let's take a break. Come back. This is the Clad Show with Sean Yorkron. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Watchman Security Services. Guys, you need home security, you need business security, you need cameras, you need remote gate access, or maybe you need an entire smart home system. They can do it all at Watchman Security Services. They're also an alarm.com certified uh, certified service provider for 15 plus years. They've been in the business since 1977. Eric and Nathan Knight, father and son duo, located right out of Pearl, Mississippi, operating statewide. Indoor cameras, outdoor cameras. They can do it all at Watchman Security Services. Check them out online watchmansecure.com. Watchmansecure.com. Let them come out today, give you a free estimate on what it will take to get your home or business as secure as you want it, as many cameras as you may need. They can do it all. Watchman Security Services. All right, Sean, let's uh, let's shift gears here. Yeah. Let's bring it back local for a minute. We've had a heck of a show talking about foreign affairs. And it, I, I tell you what, let's do this. Inner space affairs, too. We've had that, too. You know. Let, let's do this. John's called twice. Now, let's take a call from John. Okay. Hey, hey, John, you're on there. Good morning. Uh, in reference to the uh, Hamas uh, incursion into uh, Israel, I think most people should think about a solution. What is there a legitimate solution 
to this problem because it's been going on since the establishment of the state of Israel. Is there a solution? Because the solution as a status quo, what it's doing, it's breeding, it's breeding these Hamas groups, these terrorist groups, and they aren't going anywhere. And unfortunately, what it's doing is it is teaching those. If you saw any videos, young kids that are spitting on what I would presume to be dead uh, Israeli bodies. Yeah. And these are young kids. I think for me, I think you have to come up with a two state solution. But we've been trying that for a long. I mean, I'm not saying I disagree with that, John. I'm just saying, but we've, the, you know, that that attempt has been put out there to the Palestinians, and they've rejected it. I think the first time yeah. they rejected it was in 1948 with the British yeah. mandate, and then they again during the was it the Oslo Accords they rejected it again that point I believe in 94. Yeah. So, but I, I I think I think we're at a point because what you see happening is this. If and, and, and again, why they rejected it becomes a whole other issue, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, if you remember in 1948, initially the British said it was a bad idea. But the United Nations initially wanted to partition it into three different areas. They wanted to break down the three, and Jerusalem will be... Uh, like a shared uh, zone. Yeah. Yeah, like a right. national yes. zone. So, so, again, that's why I said... The idea's been there, but I think you have to bring both parties to the table because at this point, what you're going to have is you've got this terrorist organization that's going to continue to flourish, and Iran is going to continue to be a sponsor of terrorism in that area. So you've got to bring all parties to the table and make some legitimate concessions. Now, there were some land that was taken during the uh, six-day or seven-day war. The 67 uh, war, yeah, the six-day yeah, war. Yeah, 67 yeah. war. Mm-hmm. You gotta, because Jordan and Egypt used to control that, but they lost it because they attacked Israel. They lost, so Israel kept the land. Yep. Which, again, there was, now remember, Palestinians were on that land before they established the state of Israel. So they should have went ahead and established a two-state, and they didn't. So, and guess who's to blame? That's the United Nations. That's the United States. And, uh, they made a lot of mistakes there. They should have did that, and you get, and that's really probably going to be truly the only beginning of a solution. But again, I understand Israel's position. If you want to kill me or you want to destroy me, but I don't think all Palestinians want to kill Israelis. I think you have this extreme uh, terrorist group, Hamas, who wants to keep this. Who's who? Who is an extremist? They want to keep up this craziness because that's how they maintain their legitimacy and their power and they are a uh, puppet for Iran so you gotta you gotta establish this because if you get a two-state solution trust me Iran is not going to be a big player and then you begin to change the narrative with those little kids that believe that all Israelis are bad and that it's a good thing to kill Israelis but this occupation it can't be a good thing. It will never be a good thing. Occupation is good for no group of people. And what you do is you still allow, and what it does, it breeds this terrorism, this hatred, and it's really, it's really 
a bad thing in the sense that you allow young men and young women to grow up believing that there is no solution, there is no hope. And when people believe there's no hope, no hope and there's no solution, then guess what? They will, again, they will teach little kids that it's okay to kill Israelis and that this is, this is the way you should see them as the enemy. And that's not a good thing for anybody. Yeah, it's exactly how uh, little conservative children are being raised now. Like, there's no hope for them. John, great call, man. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, you know, and John, John's got a point, but I will add to it like I tried to. The the Palestinians have been offered a two-state solution in the past. What is know. it? Okay, I'm stupid. What's a two-state solution? It, it, there would be a Palestinian zone. They're going to split up Israel, essentially, and there would be a Palestinian zone and an Israeli zone. Well, we know that ain't happening. Well, that's what they actually, in 1948, they were offered that. And what they did in response to it was start a war with the Israelis. And then they there was a huge war in 1948. And that's what um, they call Mannequin Begin, who later became the prime minister of Israel in the 70s. They say that in the 1948, he dynamited Israel into existence because he was head of, back then, what they called a terror group. But they um, – so, yeah, the Arabs invaded and then – Israel actually took out took more of the land in 1948 than was what was going to be partitioned in the agreement that the Palestinians didn't want. And then again, they want that they were, I believe, offered this later during the Oslo Accords in the early 90s. So I mean, this is something that they've been offered and rejected. And I mean, the Israelis have been on board to do it in the past. Now I don't know how that I don't know that that sentiment exists right now. I'm sure it does not, considering what just happened. But um, so that's that's, you know, and I mean, I agree that that would be a great way for it to happen. But the Palestinians have said no in the past. They said, no, we're not accepting this. You know, there's because I think there's contingents in their population that think the Israelis don't have a right to exist. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of in their constitution, right? The the charter of Hamas, which is, you know, let's explain this too. Hamas is different from the Palestinians. I mean, there's still a Palestinian authority and there's Hamas, which is a terror group. And there's just groups within the Palestinians that aren't all represented by Hamas. Hamas happened to actually get elected to power in Gaza in 2006. Um, And that's when Israel was like, okay, we kind of need to put a blockade on this place because a terror group is now your governing authority, Mm -hmm. which I don't blame them. I mean, it's a very tough situation for them where they're worried about attacks because now you got a group whose charter says we want to drive you into the sea. And so they did something, right? And so, but that's not all Palestinians. There's still the West Bank where, where Hamas does not have power there. Yeah. And, um, and who has power there? That's a, I believe that's a Palestinian authority in the West Bank. I yeah. think that's what's called, or Palestinian Liberation, Palestinian, I think it's Palestinian Authority. They've got power in the West Bank. The West Bank is actually a mixed settlement of Palestinians and Jews, whereas Gaza now is just all Palestinians. And it's very densely populated. It's about, I think it's the third most densely populated area in the world. And there was Jewish settlements in Gaza up until about 2005, and they agreed to move them out of there. So now it's just solely Palestinians there. That's not the same situation in the West Bank. Yeah, and and real quick, and maybe we can do it on the other side. I'll, I'll set the question up. We'll have two minutes to do it. <clears throat> Isn't so, so if we will take this biblical, I know a lot of people are in the text are taking this biblical, talking about they want to destroy the Golden Dome in Israel, mm-hmm. and this is what brings in the Book of Revelations and into the world and yeah. all this stuff. So that's why we should be over there fighting to protect Israel because we don't want to, the Golden Dome to get destroyed and then build a new temple and all these other things. Am I, am I, am I getting that quasi right? Clay, when it comes to that, I am the wrong guy. Now, when you want to talk about the Middle East history from the 19th yeah. century to now and the Jewish migration in terms of the, the fight between Israelis and Palestinians, I know quite a bit about that. But when it comes to the biblical history, that's somebody else's. I, like, I, wish, I, I wish I were a biblical scholar. Yeah. I'm just not. Save the calls on it. We don't have time for any more calls today. Yeah. Let's take a break. Come back. Land the plane. This is the Clay Show.
Hey, Sean. Yeah. Welcome back to the Clay Edwards Show. Um, we got about a minute and a half. I want to. We got about a minute. Real quick, let's take all our political leanings out of this. You know that the war hawks here in America, the military industrial complex that has been upset that we wouldn't all get behind the Ukraine war. Mm-hmm. Like, eh, why won't y'all just let us go to Ukraine and fight? You know they're licking their chops. Oh, finally. Finally. Finally, we get to go back to the Middle East. Well, I mean, also, Clay, think about it this way. It's, it's, the focus is Israel, which has always been you know, our, our biggest, mm. one of our biggest allies. allies. And people like love Israel. Yeah. And, we're, and then look how many people called in to talk about biblical stuff. I mean, there's so much emotional connection mm-hmm. to Israel in this country here that that war, a war to defend Israel, would, I think, a lot of Americans would be in favor of more yeah. than you would think than, than they of, were of Ukraine. You I know. know all of our Warhawk conservative uh, members of the House are very mad there's not a House leader right now to sign off on money to make this happen. Sean, thank you. I'll see yep. you Friday. Yep. Great show today. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.